Hey, good morning everyone. Pastor Brendan Witten here once again, joining you and welcoming you to our Toronto City Church online worship experience. I don't know where you're watching this from, whether you're watching it at 11 a.m. Sunday morning or at least 11 a.m. Eastern, or maybe you're catching this at another point during the week, but I am so thankful for you. I'm so thankful that you've chosen to join us today. And I'm really excited about the word of God that I am gonna be able to share with you. And I am praying that God is going to speak to you, to encourage you, to minister to you today, because there is power in his word. It's not just in me and what I'm saying, but there is power in the word of God. Now, before we dive into things, a couple practical reminders I want to give you. Number one, we've been talking a lot about this. We're going to continue to talk right through the end of 2021. We're getting so many new people here at Toronto City Church, and we're excited and we're thankful. There's been many new people in person. I also know there's been some new people who've been tuning in online and joining online, and we really want you to be able to connect in here at Toronto City Church. We want to really be intentional about that. You know, it's it, it, sometimes there can be a gap in churches from where you come to a service, but you're not able to connect deeper. And, you know, there's all kinds of different reasons why that happens. Sometimes it's on, you know, the church's side. Sometimes, honestly, it's just on people's side. You're going to connect as much as you want to. But we just want to make every effort to help people get connected in here. And so just uh, there's a number of ways you can do this, a number of ways you can plug in at Toronto State Church. We have connections. You can volunteer and serve. Uh, we've got a number of classes and equipping, equipping courses that we run. We've taken them off for the fall. They'll be restarting in January. Those are all ways to connect. But, but uh, part of it, too, is just reaching out. Just, just connecting, letting us know you're here. Even if you're not on our weekly TCC family updates, we'd love for you to be on that so you can stay up to speed with what's happening here. And, and so if you are newer um, you know, and you want to get more connected, just reach out to us, let us know. We want you to be plugged in and to get involved. Um, and, and, and on the connection note, ladies, this coming Saturday, it'll be in the announcements at the end, but I want to give an extra plug to Saturate Saturday. My wife, Pastor Sharon, is going to be running it with a number of the women here at Toronto City Church. And just an amazing opportunity to come together, to worship, to seek God. Guys, this season, the first and foremost, the number one priority is us going deeper in the knowledge of God, us going deeper in seeking Him. And ladies, this is an amazing opportunity to come, to gather together. Obviously, masking, social distancing, you know, we'll be taking care of but space is limited, so you want to make sure, if you haven't yet, that you go sign up because we don't want anybody to miss out or to be left out. Amen? Amen. All right. Well, let's jump right into the Word of God today. We are continuing our series. I've really been running this series all fall. Hello, my name is... And again, I, I know most of you have been tracking, so just uh, just bear with me while I lay a foundation in because you never know who might be tuning in for the first time. Um you know, in this season, you know, hello, my name is, really speaks of like introduction, right? It's kind of obviously you can see even from our graphic, it's kind of like that sticker, hello, my name is. So it's kind of, you have those stickers in a place where you're meeting new people or you're connecting in those levels. And so with the first thing in that, and really the primary focus of this fall is God wants to introduce himself to us in fresh and new ways. He wants us to go deeper in knowing him. You know, hello, my name is. And even revealing more of who he is, revealing more of his character. And so in this season, first and foremost, we are diving deeper to know God. We're diving deeper into the knowledge of God. Pastor Sharon and I were in some meetings this week, and there was a number of messages that, um, that really stuck out. It was this Global Prophetic Summit. Cindy Jacobs had hosted it. And, and one of the messages was just talking about us going deeper in this season. It was so simple, but so right on in knowing Holy Spirit. 
and in just having that heart for the Holy Spirit. And, 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 and someone was talking prophetic how this is, we're coming into an age of the Holy Spirit where we want to be in tune with the Holy Spirit, where we're going to be strengthened by the Holy Spirit, where we need to see the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, it's like in Acts 10, 38 says how God anointed Jesus Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Right? So it's, it's a season for us to go deeper in knowing God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. We've also been talking about the importance of connecting with each other. Right? Hello, my name is meeting new people, connecting as a church family. And then we've also been talking about this heart for the harvest and having a heart for people who don't know Jesus and introducing Jesus to them. There is so much hunger right now, guys. There's so much need. People may not be able to articulate it. They might not be sitting there saying, well, I just want to go to church or I really want to know God. But their, their hearts are open and hungry and that we would have that heart to love people, to serve people, and to share Jesus with people. We've been talking about knowing God and making him known. Come on, somebody say, know God. Come on, somebody say, make him known. This is the, this is the battle cry, God, in this com- guys, in this coming season. Let's know God. Let's make him known. Let's press forward in what God has for us. And so what we've been doing, as you know, I, I, many of you, I know you're, you've been tracking with this, but the last number of weeks, we've really just been focusing on the names of God because the names of God are in the scriptures to reveal the character of God. Right, God chose to reveal himself in different names, and each of these names speaks of his character. It speaks of who he is, and as we take time to focus on and study and, and, and get revelation of these names of God, we're going to know him more. Right? Again, we don't just want to go to the Bible to, to learn principles or to learn truths. I mean, we want to go for those things. It's great that we have truths. It's great that we have principles. It's great that we you know, understand uh, you know, just how to live our lives. But, but the number one purpose of going to the scriptures is knowing him. Right? Because we get him, we get everything else. Again, I'm not against all the other things that the Bible teaches us and shows us, but if we go for all those other things, but we don't get to know him more, we're missing the big picture. Come on, somebody say it again, know God. Come on, somebody say, make him known. And so last week, we took some time to focus on the name Jehovah Rapha, and we had tied it into our Healing School Sunday, and we talked about how he is the Lord who heals us. The week before that, we talked about Jehovah Jireh, that he is the God who provides for us. And so I want to build on that. I actually kind of drifted into the name for this week. It was last week or maybe it was the week before. But today I want to talk to you about the name Jehovah Ra, the Lord our shepherd. Come on, somebody say with me right now, say the Lord is my shepherd. Right? And so I know, I know you want to jump with me to Psalm 23. We're going to get there, but let's start with a few other verses that speak about God being our shepherd. Isaiah 40, 10 to 11 says this. And from the, I'm reading from the Passion Translation. It says, Look, here comes Lord Yahweh as a victorious warrior. He triumphs with his awesome power. Watch as he brings with him his reward and the spoils of victory to give to his people. He will care for you as a shepherd tends his flock, gathering the weak lambs and taking them in his arms. He carries them close to his heart and gently leads those that have young. Let's break this verse down for a few moments. I love where it starts. It actually doesn't start with the shepherd, but it actually starts in talking about here comes Lord Yahweh as a victorious warrior. 
And I actually, I could have jumped to verse 11, but I wanted to start with verse 10 today because I want to encourage you. This actually has nothing to do with him being our shepherd, but it's interesting because the scriptures here connects this to him being our shepherd as well. But it says, here comes Lord Yahweh as a victorious warrior. He triumphs with his awesome power. Guys, in this season, this just this stirred my heart as I was preparing the message. God wants us to look to him in this season. We've been talking about he's the God most high. We've been talking about he's the God who's more than enough. And I want to say to you, I want to declare to you today, he is also the Lord Yahweh, a victorious warrior who triumphs with his awesome power. Right? He is the victorious one. He is the champion. Shout out, Carmen. I don't know if you remember early 90s, Carmen was one of the major Christian contemporary music artists and he had this whole kind of skit song about the champion. So anyone who kind of grew up as a Christian that age, you probably did some kind of drama or some kind of, you know, mime or pantomime to the champion. It was just a rite of passage as a Christian youth in the 90s. But, but seriously, what I love about it is talking about he's the champion. Guys, he, he is above all else. He is the victorious warrior. He has won the victory. And that's so important for us to remember, especially in challenging seasons like the one we're in right now, because it's very easy to look at the challenges, to get look, you know, get discouraged, to to you know, to get down. But we need to, in the middle, of that reminds. No, wait a minute. I'm with I'm with the Lord, and He is a victorious warrior. He has won the victory. You know that song we've been singing, Hallelujah. You have won the victory, Hallelujah. You have won it all for me. Right? You've won it. You've won the victory, but you've won it all for me. We have victory in him, guys. Even in the middle of the challenges, we have victory in him. Even in the middle of a pandemic, we have victory in him. Even in the middle of, of, of areas where maybe we don't know what to do, we have victory in him. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. The Bible says he puts everything under his feet, which is us. And so he gives us the victory. And so it doesn't mean we don't face challenges or battles or face what looks like defeat sometimes. But in the middle of that, we understand he's given me victory. And he has won the victory. I love this. It says he triumphs with his awesome power. Remember today the Lord in his awesome power. Remember today the Lord who has won the victory. I love this too. It says, watch as he brings with him his reward. Remember the reward of following Jesus. This is something else that's just been stirred in my heart this week. That remember the reward of knowing him. Guys, there's great reward in serving him. There's great reward in following him. It's not just reward in this life, but it also is eternal rewards that are there. And so he brings with him his reward and the spoils of victory to give his people. Again, he's won the victory. He's won what is needed. And he says, I'm going to give it to my people. Come on. Who's his people? Somebody say, that's me. Right? So stretch your faith out today because we walk in these things by faith. But then I love because it jumps into verse 11 and it moves into, now we're talking about Jehovah Ra, the Lord, our shepherd. It says, he will care for you as a shepherd tends his flock. Right? So we see here now God gives us a picture of a shepherd. And it's a shepherd who cares for his flock. It's a shepherd who watches over us. I want you to get that picture of God today because so often we struggle with our picture of God and we definitely don't see him as a a shepherd who tends to us, as a shepherd who cares for us or watches over us, right? It reminds me of, uh, I'm not remembering the reference right now off the top of my head. I don't have it here in my notes, but where it talks about cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. 
right? The Lord wants you to know his care in this season. He wants you to know that, that he will take care of you. He'll watch over you. Trust him to do that in this season, right? It says, gathering the weak lambs and taking them in his arms, he carries them close to his heart. You know, again, so often we wrestle with our picture of God. But you know, God loves us even when we're weak. Do you know God loves us even when we struggle? You know, I, I know so often we, we preach faith and we preach, you know, trusting God. And I'm always encouraging you guys, come on guys, take a stand, believe God. But you know what? We all have moments where we feel weak. We all have moments where we just feel like, I don't got it right now. We have moments where we just feel beat down by life, beat down by circumstances. And sometimes we can have this picture of God that he's just standing back with his arms crossed. Like, come on, stand firm, get yourself together. What's wrong with you? But this gives us a different picture of God, right? Where he's that shepherd and it says, even when we're weak, he takes us in his arms. He holds us and carries us close to his heart, right? It's like this picture of the shepherd, when a shepherd would care for the sheep, Part of, you know, we, we see Jesus talked about, like the shepherd leaves the 99 to go after one. That shepherd is concerned for every sheep. That shepherd watches over every sheep. And if there's a, a young sheep or a, a lamb and, and maybe it's gotten injured or it's just, it, it, it can't keep up with everybody yet. The shepherd doesn't berate it. The shepherd doesn't say, what's wrong with you? No, the shepherd picks that lamb up. The shepherd brings that lamb close to his heart and he nurtures, he cares love. This is God's heart for us guys. And maybe you're listening to me today and you do feel weak. You feel, maybe you feel like God's disappointed in you. And guys, I want you to know today, he's not, he's the shepherd. And even when you're weak, he is strong for you. And even when you, you can't maybe make it, the Holy Spirit wants to come and pick you up and he keeps you close to his heart, right? He keeps you close to his heart. He is gentle leading those that have young, gentle. Oh man, the gentleness of God. That, that's a whole revelation unto itself. Do you know the gentleness of God? I, I don't know it as well as I should yet. He's the king of the universe. He's, he's the righteous judge. He's, he's a, a consuming fire. He's also gentle, right? He's, he's the shepherd. This is our God. Let's look at Psalm 100 verse 3. And it says, know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Right, guys? The Lord is God. He is the most high. He is the all-sufficient one. He is the provider. He is the healer. But you know what? He's also the shepherd. He made us. We are his. Right? Like you belong to him. Right? And he, he takes, how would I say this? You know, the best way I can think about it is like when your family with somebody, it's like, like I know with my family, it's like, this is my family. There's a whole nother level of connection, right? Like there's the connection, but this is the heart God has for you, right? His heart is for you. And we are the sheep of his pasture, right? Well, if we're his sheep, once again, this means he is our shepherd. Let's look at Ezekiel 34, 11 to 16. I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. And it says, for this is what the sovereign Lord says. Right? Whenever the Bible says this is what the sovereign Lord says, when it says it's talking about his power, his majesty, it's talking about the fact that he knows the end from the beginning. It talks, it's just, it's really speaking of just how magnificent, awesome he is, and, and that he already knows what's coming, he knows what's happened, his plan is going to come to pass, right? His purposes are going to come to pass. And so it says, For this is what the sovereign Lord says. This is it's a position of strength. So what does he say? 
He says, I myself will search and find my sheep. I will be like a shepherd looking for his scattered flock. I will find my sheep and rescue them from all the places where they are scattered on that dark and cloudy day. I will bring them back home to their own land of Israel from among the people and nations. I will feed them on the mountains of Israel and by the rivers and all the places where people live. Yes, I will give them good pasture land on the high hills of Israel. There they will lie down in pleasant places and feed in the lush pastures of the hills. I myself will tend my sheep and give them a place to lie down with peace, says the sovereign Lord. I will search for my lost ones who strayed away and I will bring them safely home again. I will bandage the injured and strengthen the weak, but I will destroy those that are fat and powerful. I will feed them, yes, feed them justice. Right, and I, I love this passage again, guys. I, I, I mean, I, I wanna get over to Psalm 23, but I would encourage you, just read this passage, meditate on this passage, catch the heart of God, right? He is a shepherd and he is searching and finding his sheep, right? He'll be like a shepherd looking for his scattered flock. I love this because sometimes we, we put so much pressure on ourselves, even when we talk about reaching people and winning people. No, listen, he's the shepherd. He is searching for his sheep. He is drawing people to himself. We just need to partner him. Let's put our faith in his work in people's lives. Yeah, let's do our part, but let's put our faith in him. Don't put pressure on ourselves. Put faith in him because he is the shepherd. He is the one who's searching for his scattered flock. He wants to bring them back to their own land, right? And obviously there's an element of this prophetic passage that's talking about Israel. But we know as well that we can take these passages and speak to us, and it shows us the heart of God as shepherd. He says, I'll feed them on the mountains of Israel and by the rivers and the places where people live. I'll give them good pasture land. They will lie down pleasant places and feed on lush pastures of the hill. Does this sound a little familiar? Psalm 23, right? It's the same theme of who God is, his heart for us as a shepherd. I, will, I myself will tend my sheep and give them a place to lie down in peace, says the sovereign Lord. Right? I mean, I want you just to take that. Some of you just need to stand on that verse even today where you just say, listen, the Lord is going to, um, he's going, he's going to tend to me and he gives me a place to lie down in peace, right? Peace is my portion because I have a shepherd and he, the sovereign Lord gives me that place to lie down in peace. You have that place to lie down in peace. You might say, well, I'm not, I'm struggling. I'm not even sleeping at night. I've got nightmares. Well then believe and, and, and take those, like ask the Lord for wisdom, but, but know there's a place for you, right? The enemy is out of line with the heart of God and what he's attacking you with. So you take your stand, Right, I love this. I'll search my loved ones who strained away. I'll bring them safely home again. I will bandage the injured and strengthen the weak. See this heart from God again? Right, again, sometimes I feel like some of us, we just, there's no room in our theology for weakness or struggle or challenge. And yet God says, he says, listen, he says, I will, I will bandage the injured. I will strengthen the weak. Jesus said, I will heal the brokenhearted. Maybe you feel injured today. Maybe this season has injured you. Maybe there's some challenges going on. Let's go to the shepherd today. Let him bandage you, right? Maybe you're feeling weak. Go to the shepherd today. Let him strengthen you. He is Jehovah Ra. He is the Lord, our shepherd. Come on, somebody right now say, the Lord is my shepherd, right? The Lord is our shepherd. Let's look at one more passage today, and we're going to kind of spend a little bit of time here and then close the break together about Psalm 23. And again, this is a passage we all know, but again, sometimes it's dangerous. It's the passages we know the best that we stop receiving from. Cause we, oh yeah, Psalm 23 is going to be something. No, let's, let's, this is God's word. 
And, and I think this passage is so, I mean, I don't know when David wrote this, and I don't know, you know when he used to sing this, but I can just picture, if you, if you read through it with me, I can picture, you know, he'd be singing this after a day on the battlefield or singing this before he's getting ready to go into battle or when he say, like, this is a psalm actually for challenging times, right? This is a psalm that you want to meditate on when you're facing difficulties and battles. It's a psalm for the season, right? So let's just make sure. And that, you know, it's, it's a great psalm for funerals and it's a great psalm for, you know, some of these other things because... These are challenging seasons, but let's not just relegate it to that. Let's remember this is a psalm for this season. And so Psalm 23 says this, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Come on, somebody say, the Lord is my shepherd. Right, and I want to start there. Let's just, let's break this down. Let's meditate on this passage for a little bit. Let the Lord speak to you because he is Jehovah Ra. He is the Lord, your shepherd. And that's where it starts. David says, the Lord is my shepherd. And what stands out to me right there is he is my shepherd. Right, there's a difference between saying the Lord is a shepherd. There's a difference between looking at someone and saying, yeah, Pastor Brandon, the Lord's your shepherd. But there's something that happens when that revelation comes in your heart and you own it. And you say, no, the Lord is my shepherd. Right? He is my shepherd. That's why this season we're talking about going deeper in knowing God for yourself. Guys, religion is not going to cut it. Tradition is not going to cut it. Consumer Christianity is not going to cut it. Right? Uh, Christianity light, where you just kind of show up at church, throw something in the offering basket. Well, we don't even do that anymore now. We just punch it in online. Kind of come to you know 2.5 times a month. Well, no, that is not going to cut it. Right? There's a call in this season to know God. There's a call in this season to go deeper in the knowledge of God. And it's not just a nice Christian thought. It's absolutely a necessity in the times we're in and the times we're coming into. If you don't know God, you get exposed quick in these times. Right? If you're not deep in God, you get exposed quick. But if you're going deep in Him and you're leaning into your relationship with him, and you're pressing in, you're making sure that Jesus is just not part of your life, but Jesus is your life. He's at the center. He's on the throne. He's, he's, he's your Lord, and you're following him, and you're going deep with him, right? When he, that, he becomes your shepherd. Right? That's when Jesus said to his disciples, who do men say that I am? They said, well, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah. They stopped and said, but who do you say I am? That's when Peter piped up and said, well, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Right? Jesus said, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but this was revealed to you by my Father who's in heaven. Right? And the part I just want you to catch from that is he said, you're blessed. Right? Blessed means empowered to prosper, to exceed, to excel, to stand strong in challenging seasons, to have more than enough to do everything God's called you to do. Right? But that blessing came because he heard from the Father. The Lord is my shepherd. Come on, somebody say, the Lord is my shepherd. Right, love it says, I shall not want. See, when we know God is shepherd, right, there's a provision flow that we tap into. 
Now, again, this is very important, guys, because we walk in these things by faith and we walk in these things by revelation. And there can be an aspect of God's character that if you don't have the revelation, the faith of, you're going to miss out on it, even though it's there. But as you know him as your shepherd, you come into a place where you shall not want. Now, we say this a lot of times. It doesn't mean there's not challenges or battles or areas of faith you've got to stand on. But in the end, he always comes through. You do not want. When he's your shepherd, you know he's got you. You know he's going to take care of you. You know he is your source and supply. You know he's Jehovah Jireh. Right? He's, he's your provider. One of the things I love about Jehovah Ra, the shepherd, is it actually encompasses so many of the different names of God. Right? So, so yeah, he's the healer. And yeah, he's the provider. And, and yeah, he's the, the present one, right? He's, he's the most high. You know, all these things, it ties in the shepherd speaks of that. So the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside still waters. Right? Again, so there's this place where right now, guys, yeah, we're in some challenging times. Uh, many of us in this church family, everyone's got their own journey, their own experiences, but many of us are facing real significant challenges. But in the middle of that, look to the Lord as your shepherd. Look to him. Put your faith and trust in him. You're my shepherd. I shall not want you make me lie down in green pastures. You lie, lead me beside still waters. I mean, just hear the peace in that. Right? God has green pastures and still waters for you even in this season. And see, part of walking with him and following the shepherd is if you're trying to do things your own way, you never find the green pastures and the still waters. Or if you do, you mess it up anyways. But, but when you're following him as the shepherd, he makes you lie down. He leads you beside still waters, right? He restores my soul. As we know God is our shepherd, there's a restoration to our soul. The Bible speaks of our soul, it's speaking of our mind, our will, and our emotions. And one of the things that is so needed right now is knowing him as Jehovah Ra, knowing him as the Lord, our shepherd, and allowing him to restore our soul. Where do you need restoration and healing of the heart in this season? Right? For so many of us guys, it's just we're standing, we're pushing through, we're, you know, there's frustrations, there's difficult, all these things. Look to him as Jehovah Ra, the Lord, your shepherd, because he wants to restore your soul. This is a season of supernatural restoration. And I actually just pray this right now in Jesus' name, God, for every person that's listening to me. I thank you for a restoring of soul. Come on, somebody just say, the Lord is my shepherd. Come on, somebody say, he restores my soul. The more I know him as shepherd, the more restoration of soul I will walk in. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Do you know there's paths of righteousness even in this season? Do you know there's a way that God has made? He's made a way in the wilderness. He's made streams in the desert. He's made a way for you. The shepherd leads you. But see, we've got to look to him as shepherd, right? We've got to follow him as shepherd. But he, he's going to lead us in paths of righteousness. But I love it. It's, part of it is it's for his name's sake. Why? Because that's who he is, right? Catch this. We're talking about the names of God. That's who he is. He can't help but do it. He can't help but lead you in paths of righteousness because he is your shepherd. But here's the key. Will we allow him to lead us? See, what happens for many of us, guys, is we're not pressing into revelation of Jehovah Ra, the Lord, our shepherd. We're not allowing him to lead us. We're running around doing our own thing. Sometimes it can be out of rebellion, but other times it can be out of fear. Right? You ever been in a situation where you just panicked? And, or you watch somebody panic and they just like lost their mind and just totally did something dumb, 
right? They just totally like ran and, you know, did whatever. I, I remember years ago, kind of a funny story myself. I was, visit, I was a teenager. I was in Vancouver. I was visiting a church. I went to hear, um, I went to hear a speaker that I was interested in speaking. You know, it's one of these speakers who like passes out books and passes out, right? You know, like this at the start of his message. People don't really do that so much anymore, but they're like, who wants a book? And they give it away. Who wants a tape? And so I think he had a CD and, or maybe it was a book. I don't remember. And he's like, oh, I want to give this to first time guests. So I mean, I'd sat in the front row just because, you know, I was hungry. And so it ended up me and there's a guest right behind me. He's like, okay, here, young man. He throws it to me, but he throws it too close. Like it was too short of a throw. So I go to pick it up. As I sit up, the book that he threw to the person behind me is almost when, you know when those things go into slow motion? It's slow motion and it's right towards my head. Now you would think I would have moved like just so quickly and boom, just, you know, caught it, knocked it, dodged. But you know what? I panicked and I froze and it hit me right in the middle of the forehead, right? It's like a David and Goliath, except it was the preacher's book smacked me in the middle of the head. I don't know, I, if I was that preacher, I would have felt so bad. You know, this young kid visiting first time, I hit him in the middle of the forehead with my book. But, but, but I panicked, so I just froze, right? And here's what happens. You can, you can not follow the Lord because of rebellion, but you also got to watch it because sometimes because of fear and we're afraid and we panic and we run crazy or we freeze and he's trying to lead us, right? He's trying to lead us in the path of righteousness, but we've got to say yes to that. So, so he leads us path of righteousness for his name's sake. And watch this, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Guys, can I contextualize this right? Even though I walk through a pandemic, I will fear no evil. Even though I walk through economic shakings, I will fear no evil. Even though I walk through lockdowns, even though I walk through vaccine passports, even though I walk through uncertainty in the government, different laws that maybe are trying to be passed that, that, that there's concerning, I will fear no evil. Why? Because the Lord is my shepherd. He is Jehovah Ra. He is with me, right? He's Jehovah Shammah. That's another name which we may get to next week. The Lord who is present. But he is, even if I go through the valley of shadow of death, I fear no evil. Why? Because he is with you. Look to the Lord, your shepherd today. He says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now, it's interesting, it's rod and your staff. I was used to picture like your rod and your staff, but actually doing a study on this, it's, it's the same thing, the rod and the staff. And, and it, usually for the shepherds, they'd have like a crook at one end and they'd have a staff and that staff was their tool. With the crook, they could pull a sheep out of danger, right? They could use the staff to defend and protect the sheep. They would also use the staff to gently nudge or to guide the sheep. There were so many things. So your rod and your staff, they come for me. Guys, it's his rod and staff. He is your shepherd. You're not alone. You don't have to go through this season alone. You don't have to face the challenges alone. The Lord is your shepherd. I love this verse. He says, prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. God's got a table, guys. There's a table. And yes, it is in the presence of your enemies. We don't like that part sometimes. We just want the table and everything's good. But sometimes there's going to be enemies. The enemy's going to be trying to attack. There's going to be enemies. But God says, I got a table for you. I got a table for you right in the presence of your enemies. Sit down and eat. Sit down and receive. Stop worrying about the enemies and receive from me because I'm your shepherd and the shepherd takes care of the enemies, right? You ever notice the shepherd isn't training sheep? Now, now catch me with this because we do need to be trained in spiritual warfare. But, but when we know him as shepherd, the shepherd guards the sheep. The sheep don't have to figure out how to defend themselves because the shepherd does it. Furthermore, the sheep can't defend themselves. What, what are sheep going to do to defend themselves? You know, buy you to death? 
right? Like they, they, there's not too much they can do. And, and sometimes we don't like that picture of ourselves, but here's the deal. We got the Lord as our shepherd. So he prepares a table. I love this. He anoints our head with oil. Guys, as we know him as shepherd, he anoints us. Right? Oh, I could go off on a tangent on this today, but I'm, I, you know, it's not. But just the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the anointing of God that is there and present for each one of us today. Know him as the shepherd. Expect his anointing. My cup overflows. Speaks to the overflow, right? Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. There's more than enough, right? So you're anointed. Your cup is overflowing. And I love this. Finally, it says, and surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So all the days of your life, right? When you follow the shepherd, goodness and mercy follows you. Now, if you go chasing goodness and mercy, you never catch them, right? Because they're, they're faster than you. That's why they always overtake you. Don't chase goodness and mercy and blessing. Follow the shepherd because he takes care of all of that. Follow him. Trust him. And says he's good mercy and goodness, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of life. Does that mean even when there's a pandemic? Yes, it does. That mean, does that mean even when there's economic shaking? Yes, it does. Trust in the Lord, your shepherd today. Trust in him and goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Right? So not as in this life. But the shepherd wants to lead us into eternity. I just believe in this coming season, God wants to speak to us in a fresh way of the reality and the power of eternity. Guys, there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun, right? It's not just about this life. It's not just about the here and now. There is an eternal reality to what is happening. And this world is not our home. We're here for a time. We're here for a season. But we are ultimately with him. And the goal of being here in life is to become like Christ and to do his will and to follow him. And we can put our faith there. But if everything we have is tied to this world and tied to the reality of this world and tied to what's just happening here, we will get discouraged and overwhelmed. But when we lift up our eyes, we understand the Lord is my shepherd, right? The Lord is with me. And not only is he taking care of me in this life, but he's also leading to me and going to care for me for all of eternity. Come on, somebody say, the Lord is my shepherd. So just a closing thought here. When I know the Lord is my shepherd... Number one, I know that I will be led. Trust God to lead you in this season. Trust Holy Spirit to direct you and guide you. I know maybe you're facing things and you don't know what to do. You're facing challenges and you're not sure, how am I going to work this out? What is the solution? What's going on? You have a shepherd. You don't have to figure it out on yourself. Look to the shepherd. Follow the shepherd. It takes so much pressure off your life when you stop trying to figure everything out yourself and you learn to just lean in to know him as your shepherd. So when I know the Lord is my shepherd, I know that I will be led. Come on, somebody say, I will be led. Number two, I know I will be fed. Right? I know he's going to sustain me. I know he's going to provide for me. Sheep, when they have a good shepherd, do not have to scrap and fight to try and find food and survive. He leads them to green pastures. He leads them to still waters. He restores your soul, right? He feeds you. He provides for you. Trust him, not just to lead you in the season, but trust him to feed you and to provide for you in this season, right? Number three, when you know the Lord is your shepherd, not only you led, not only you fed, but you're also restored. I really believe in this time that just trust God. Yeah, I, I know many of us, it's been hard. We've walked through a lot, but the shepherd, the Lord your shepherd is here today to bring restoration to your heart. I don't care what's happened. I don't care what you're going through. He's greater. He's stronger. 
and he wants to restore. Right? So we know the Lord is our shepherd. We will be led. We'll be fed. We'll be restored. We will be protected. I'm going to keep trumping this, guys, because in the day, pandemic, challenges, things that are going on, you put your faith in your shepherd to protect you. He is the God who protects us. He's the God who watches over us. We are protected. Come on, somebody say, the Lord is my shepherd. Right? And when the Lord's our shepherd, we're led. We know we'll be fed. We'll know we'll be restored. We'll know we'll be protected. And last but not least, we know we are not alone. You know, it's been interesting. One of the biggest challenges of this pandemic season, the last 18, 19, 20 months, has been people feeling alone. And I know very practically where that's come from because there's isolation and cutoff. But here's what the Lord, your shepherd, wants you to know. No matter what's happening, no matter what's going on, know you are not alone. Right? You have a shepherd with you. You have a shepherd who will never leave you or forsake you. You have a shepherd who will watch over you. You are not alone. See, guys, but all that I'm sharing today, it is unlocked, not just by having a head theological knowledge, but having an encounter with the Lord, your shepherd. And so if you're today with me and you're saying, Lord, I want to encounter you in a fresh way as the Lord, my shepherd. I want to know you today in a fresh way as Jehovah Ra, the Lord, my shepherd. I want you just wherever you are to put yourself in a position to receive. It could just be closing your eyes, raising your hands. I mean, don't do that if you're driving, you know, but it could be getting on your knees. It could be just sitting where you are and open your heart. But I want to pray for you today. I want to pray for each one of us for a fresh revelation of Jehovah Ra, the Lord, our shepherd. Let's pray. Father, we come before you today in Jesus' name. And just even, even as I've been sharing and encouraging that you are Jehovah Ra, the Lord, our shepherd. I pray for every person on the sound of my voice. I pray for myself, God, because I need it more too, that we will know you as Jehovah Ra. I pray for a fresh revelation of you as our shepherd. Lord, I pray and I declare over every person today that you are a shepherd we shall not want. A fresh revelation that you make us lie down in green pastures. You lead us beside still waters. You restore our soul. That you lead us in paths of righteousness for your name's sake. God, I thank you that because you're a shepherd, even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we fear no evil for you, the shepherd, are with us. Your rod and your staff, it comforts us, it protects us, it watches over us. You prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies. You anoint our head with oil. Our cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives. And we dwell in your house forever, God. I pray for just a revelation that you're with us in this life, but you're also preparing a place for us for eternity. This world is not our final end point. It's not our final destination. We're not tied here. We're here serving you and serving your will. But we have an eternal home. And I just thank you today for just a fresh revelation. I pray that every work of darkness, Every lie of the enemy is broken today in Jesus' name. God, those who need restoration are being restored. Those who need provision are seeing you today, and their faith is rising in the heart. God is my shepherd. He is going to provide for me. He is going to lead me and guide me. When I don't know what to do, I look to you, the shepherd, because you know where the green pastures are. You know where the still waters are. You know how to restore my soul. You know what I need. I can trust in you. And so, Father, we just agree for this today, and I thank you for this being sealed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody say with me today, the Lord is my shepherd. Amen? Come on, say it again, the Lord is my shepherd. Come on, if you're sitting with somebody, tell them right now, the Lord is my shepherd. 
Make that your declaration today. He is Jehovah Ra. Make it your declaration this week. He is the Lord, our shepherd. Amen? Amen. Awesome. Well, just before I go, I'm going to turn it back to our hosts. But I want to give one more opportunity. Because the Bible does talk about the shepherd's heart for those sheep who are far away. And if you are far from God today, if you've never given your life to Jesus, or maybe you did, but you fell away, the shepherd wants you back today. The shepherd is searching for you, but he's not going to force it, right? He's come to you. Maybe you stumbled on this. You don't even know why you're watching me right now, but it's because the shepherd, God, Jehovah Ra, is drawing your heart. The Bible teaches us that God loves us with an everlasting love, but we've been separated from that love because of sin. The wages of sin, the Bible tells us, is death, right? So because of sin, all of us deserve, and when it says death, it's not just dying physically, it's talking about eternal separation from God. That's what we all deserve. But the verse says, the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, Lord. There's this free gift of eternal life. It's going to totally cancel out sin. It's going to totally cancel out death. Our job, though, is to repent of sin, to give our lives to Jesus and receive this gift, right? We give him our life. He gives us forgiveness and freedom and salvation. And so if you're listening today and you know you need to do this, I want you to join me and pray this prayer right now. Say, Jesus, thank you for your love for me. Thank you that you came for me. Thank you that you died for me. Thank you that you rose again. Today I turn my back on sin and I commit my life to you. Forgive me, fill me, free me. I want to follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. Here's what I want to encourage you. If you prayed that prayer, the Lord is your shepherd. He's heard you and he's answered it. The Bible says all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Even as, It might sound too simple, but that's just the amazing gospel, the gospel is you call on the God and he saves you. You've done that. And so if you've done that, can you just let us know? There's a button that you can click on in the comments or you can just even reach out to us and say, I prayed that prayer because we want to pray with you. We want to stand with you. We want to help you on this journey. Amen? Amen. All right, guys. Well, come on. Somebody just say it one more time. The Lord is my shepherd. It's been so good to be together today. I'm so thankful. Let's just keep leaning into God in this season. Let's keep leaning into what he's doing. Let's, let's stand together, support each other. Even though there's challenges, God is moving. And we need to have faith in him. We're going to know him. We're going to make him known. God bless you. Have an amazing Sunday. I'm going to turn it back to the hosts. Thank you so much for joining us today at Toronto City Church and our online worship mm. experience. Wasn't, Wasn't that, that a amazing? great word? Yeah, it was an amazing from word. Pastor Brandon? Yeah. We will be here every Sunday at 11 a.m. and in person at 9 and 11.30 a.m. as well. As we look forward to the week, we want to remind you a few things. Make sure you join a connection group. We have a number of options throughout the week. We also have daily prayer calls that you can get involved in. Contact yes. the office for more information. If there's anything we can do to serve you, Please let, let us, us know. know. Yep. Thank you again for joining us today. Have a great week. And always remember, we are called to know, know him, him and, and make, make him known. known. God bless.